0: This week on Deep Space Pride, a gay Star Trek podcast, we catch up on a little bit of Star Trek news, react to the latest Picard trailer, and give our initial reactions on what we've seen so far at Picard. Thanks for joining us.
1: Jake. hi johnson how are you today i am good how are you how's your weekend
0: uh it's okay it's it's going all right it's almost over but still have some hours before monday before the wait is it a sunday scaries or monday scaries i don't remember which one it is sunday oh, scaries? i
1: don't know either yeah it's I, one I've, of those it's one of those sure
0: uh no um oh my god the weekend's over dread has set in yet but it's it's uh it's imminent.
1: <laughs> well this is yeah. Sunday afternoon so you must have one more social event this evening.
0: No no I was going to have something but um my friend canceled on me so it's actually fine. <laughs> I'm like low key and then I'm looking forward to just having a night in. So it's one of those okay. days actually. When you're or like, unusual, you may plan, you, you tried, you did your best. You did your best to be social, but due to unforeseen circumstances, you're not going to be social. And you're like, I don't mind not being social, actually. So
1: it's one of those days. All right. Well, that's good. You're usually uh, super busy on the weekends. So, well, last week, last week was busy. Like, I had something like every
0: single day, like, it was nonstop. Like every day, and work was absolutely nuts. Like it was a like batchet. So yes. between that and just literally every night there was something. It was uh, it was a lot, except for Wednesday I think. Otherwise, every day there was something.
1: Yes. So there was. Yeah, I saw you twice yeah. this week. We had I know dinner with dinner with friends from Boston, and then uh, just a and, then we and then we had ramen separately. then we had ramen. Yes. And bubble tea. And bubble tea, tea. that's right. Yes. Well, how are you? Dennis is back. Yeah, Dennis is back from the Philippines. Things are good. Um, He's still jet-lagged, but uh, yeah, it's great having him back. And uh, yeah, we're back in the city as well. We were in Massachusetts for a week with my sister and family. So, Amish got to have a big backyard and... uh, Mm -hmm other dogs to play with. So that was all good.
0: Right. And then he was what, tired out for like a whole week?
1: Um, Yeah, he's a little low key. I think he enjoys the quieter life a little bit. Um, I don't the quieter life, I know. sorry. The
0: quieter life being Boston or New York? Which one is <laughs> quieter York, for him? New
1: York. Oh, New York. Okay. Yes. No, it's funny. You know, uh, I, my, I invited, I said to one of my nephews, I was like, do you want to come to New York? And he's like, no, it's, I, I like the quiet here, and so I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And then I get here, and I actually think that here for me is quieter than up there because all of the craziness of of family life and whatnot. But right, um, family, kids, what it is. But then I started, you know, listening to like the street noise. You know, there's there is a lot of street noise and whatnot. So, um, so yeah, so in some ways it's quieter, in some ways it's noisier. It just depends on your perspective. But, uh, yeah, we're both, we're back and, uh, yeah, back in the city. And, uh, yeah, Hamish is, is doing well. So, yeah, it's, and uh, And Dennis is very jet-lagged, that we know. He is very jet-lagged, yes. So, he's, uh, but he didn't get a lot of sleep on the trip, uh, for whatever reason, either being, you know, so, uh, he is, uh, yeah, sleeping a lot and, uh... Getting caught up on, yeah, rest, and then he's back to work again tomorrow. So, as our week. Yeah. so, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be in San, San Diego this
1: week, which I'm Oh, wow. Watching. You are. You're traveling again.
0: Yes. Traveling Tuesday through Friday. Back to California, my favorite state. But this is fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's it like not. LA. It could
1: be worse. Yeah. It could be L.A.,
0: no, LA would definitely be worse.
1: Oh, my God. It would be, like, awful. But... It's not like... San Diego is not a horrible place to be stuck.
0: No, LA is so bad. But, again, I think uh, my my experience with LA is just so limited to essentially... It, it's essentially limited to Beverly Hills and, like, Universal City. <laughs> like, because, like, that's all I, my, my entertainment clients have been. And I don't know okay. if either of those neighborhoods are, like, you know, peak examples of what L.A. can be. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, Beverly Hills, I'm not a fan of. And Universal City is just, like, it's just studios. Like, studios everywhere. It's, kind of like, I don't know. It's fine. It's
1: fine. Whereas San Diego is just sunny and warm. And,
0: I mean, there's like there's, like, beach or something. But I haven't... I haven't looked at it. I looked at the. Pe- I haven't looked at the beach. <laughs> um, well, you're not actually, the beach last person. time I went to San Diego, I, I saw the beach, and I was like, "I see it," but I didn't step on it. So, you're not a beach yeah. person. Yes. yes. No, absolutely not. Got it. Absolutely not. It's not my thing, as you know, nor the sun. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, where's the nearest indoor shelter? slash underground area
1: (laughs) that I can't hide in. Meanwhile, this weekend has been the coldest on record in the Northeast. It has been cold,
0: but I'm fine with it because I'm mostly spending it inside. I mean, I did go out, but...
1: You did go out, yes. You were out in the cold weather quite a bit. I did.
0: Yes, yes, I did. No, I had a date Friday night and we were outside for like two minutes and I was like, very cold.
1: Yes. Yeah, and that but, wasn't even the coldest. Yeah. Yesterday was the coldest.
0: No, Friday night was so cold. Friday night was like eight degrees. That was really cold. Yesterday actually like warmed up to like I think the twenties or something. Mm. But Friday night was like frigid. It was very frigid. So anyway, yeah. So San Diego have that look forward to, and Picard premieres in. Two weeks,
1: it's upon us. Yeah, it does. Uh, Yeah, we have we have the premiere here in New York City next what Monday? Next Monday? Oh, that's right. Yes, we're going to. We
0: I spent money with you. Did I I pay you? I paid you. (laughs) I was like, yes, Yes.
1: um, yes." And who's gonna show up? Is Patrick Stewart coming? Is Gates McFadden coming? Frakes, yeah, Gates and uh, Michael Dorn. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. So we're at the 92nd 90 90 Street y. y. Yep.
0: Yes. And I was like the YMCA,
1: but apparently it is a venue. This is a yeah. yeah, this is a yeah, this is a big venue. I mean, I've never actually I've never been to events there, but I've heard about events there for a long time. It's a, So it's a like place. a venue space and the gym. I mean, I would imagine so, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've never been there, so we'll we'll have to report back on our experience there. But yeah, I mean, it's got a big theater, and um, yeah, that's where we'll be, and with the cast,
0: and and we're going with at least we're going to see Yvette from the Sci Fi Sisters there. We, I don't know who yes. else is going. I don't know either. Right. Um,
1: yeah. So did, we,
0: did you buy good seats? Did you buy the ones in the corner?
1: No, we didn't get, so the error when I was trying to order those is I didn't, and obviously they're companion seats. They're not regular seats. Oh, what does that mean? So for, for, uh, people who are coming with handicapped people, So that's why. So no, we're in the, we're in the back somewhere, uh, in the center. Oh, should have bought sooner. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But anyway, they're, you know, they're fine. You know, I'm sure. They're fine. You know, I'm sure it'll be, you know, it'll be a good experience, and uh, yeah, we'll get to see the cast, and yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be good. Yeah, I think yeah, it'll be fine.
0: Um, I don't know. I feel that they're just gonna say the same things that they've talked about, though. Since it's, someone said, though it's with the actual episodes, maybe they'll be more forthright about things versus saying the same things over and over that they have in interviews
1: but we'll see. It, but depend- I think we're yeah, at least yeah. seeing the premiere. Yeah. So we're at least seeing the first, first episode. Um, so I think they'll be able to comment on that probably. So, uh, yeah,
0: hopefully. Cause I, yeah. because I'm reading interviews and I'm like, okay, this is getting repetitive because they they just have the same talking points.
1: Yeah. Well, and they're you know, trying not to spoil well. it for anyone as well. So no spoilers. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, Michael Dorn was actually one of the first stars that I ever saw at a convention. So um, I have a picture. I, th- yeah. I don't know if I have a picture with him. I have a picture of him at my one of the first conventions I ever went to. Yeah, yeah. So um,
0: No, that'd be great. Uh, no, that'd be awesome. Hopefully. That'll be like... Uh, yeah shortly back after my trip from la so I mean, i'm sorry not la my god san diego so hopefully i'll be i'll, I'll be back well, i'll be
1: you'll be better. i'll be fully you'll functional had, yes you'll have had the weekend to recover and um yeah so so
0: i'll get back friday afternoon and a friend from a friend from new hampshire is coming to save me over the weekend so i'm also hosting immediately and I think it'll be fine.
1: Oh wow. Um,
0: oh. so I feel there might be there might be a lot happening leading up to Monday. So I'm not sure how much downtime we're gonna get. But it'll be fine. You know me. I don't I don't need that much rest. <laughs> like, I can keep on going. So it's fine. It'll be okay. Yeah. So yeah, why don't we talk about some Star Trek news? So first, sure. obviously this is sad news, but well, this is at this point it's also old news. But yeah, any worship passed away yeah. i think at this point it's been like a week and a half and it's really sad
1: it was a what? yeah it was um, a little bit ago and you know it was and it was abrupt i I was like
0: what is just i felt it came out of left field i had no idea that she was sick so that was very sad
1: yeah we i mean we saw her less than a year ago in chicago and she looked great she looked great so yeah and she looked um, had a
0: lot of energy was very bright vibrant Was, uh, really there. Like she was, I feel she was really excited to be there and feel she really kind of, yeah, she was, she was the one with the,
1: she was the one with the camera and, uh, took the selfie with, uh, those other castmates that were on stage with her. I forget, I forget who was actually there, but, um, since that was almost a year ago, but, um, yeah, she, she looked great and, uh, yeah, would never have known that she was suffering from cancer. So yeah, and, and, yeah, would have no um, idea. Or fighting so, cancer, not yeah. suffering from cancer, but fighting cancer, and mm-hmm. yeah, um, she leaves behind three boys and her husband. So yeah, um, really sad uh, for them, obviously, and um, yeah, and for us, you know, she was a great. I think we all really appreciated her as as the board queen. Uh, she did mm-hmm. a great job. She was. She was. Uh, she
0: uh, and Allison Pill were not to rehash it, but the highlights of season two. Like absolutely, uh, certainly, yeah,
1: they were definitely a highlight of that season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. So, really sad news. Did you? do you see of much of her and other stuff that she did? I haven't. No, I can't think. I mean, I I'm not sure what else she's been in. I can't recall, but I I don't. You know, I don't watch a ton of television, so I don't know what else she may have been in that I would have seen.
0: Yeah, so I actually, so she, she, one of her, it wasn't her first gig, but I think one of her more prominent gigs early on in kind of the early 2000s was on 24. She was in two in 24. Oh, right, right. And she was really good. I thought that she, she basically was another agent and she basically worked with Jack Bauer, <laughs> like, you know, uh, to stop terrorists. Um, and I don't even remember the plot details really well, because 24 is like a whirlwind. It's like so much happens in one season. But I just thought she... You know, like, Kiefer Sutherland definitely has a presence on 24. It's his show. But she really, like, held her own, like, when it came to, you know, standing total toe of Kiefer Sutherland. And I thought she brought such gravitas um, to her role, and she really infuse it with, like, a lot of, like, herself. Like, and I thought she did an amazing job. She was in two seasons, but I thought she did an amazing job. Uh, She was was on one of the later seasons, but she really brought, in my mind, a breath of fresh air to 24. Because by the later seasons, it was kind of getting stagnant and a little repetitive. So that was one of the first roles where I saw her in. And, yeah, I hadn't really seen her before that. And then she was also on The Runaways. I don't know if you ever watched that,
1: like on Hulu, the Marvel show. Right, yeah. No, I I, I don't. Uh, did I, I may have watched like one or two episodes of that. I don't re- remember her. Yeah, she was like one of the parents. She was oh, like, okay.
0: remember, it was about yeah, the kids, okay. and then their parents are like right, kind of like yeah, yeah. evil. But are oh, they? No, aren't yeah. they? Oh, I um, remember but that. she was like one of the yeah. parents, and yeah, she was great on that too. I only watched. I think the fourth season, but I really liked her on that one, too.
1: Okay.
0: But she was good. And, yes, you're right. The, the Borg Queen, she really made it her own. She did a great job with it. It didn't feel like, this is Alice Krieg, or Alice Krieg I don't know what's her name. Alice Krieg again, or Susanna Thompson. It's like, you know, it was really like her, you know, it was her version of the Borg Queen. Yeah. That yeah. was... They had almost like a little bit more attitude, like in some ways than, you know, any of the board Queens you've seen. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that she just like brought her own flair to like still kind of the same like insidious edge to the board Queen, but with a little bit more of a dramatic flair, um, which I really liked. Oh, like, you know, sarc- very sarcastic in some ways. Um and I I really liked the way that she did that like the like the way that she brought that character to life so definitely a great and I guess like one of her honestly one of her final roles because I think she yeah she was basically in production when she was sick like she had already gotten her diagnosis so she was she was probably like during 2020 early 2021 that she was in that season two was in production so. So, yeah, I thought she did. Awesome.
1: Yeah, absolutely. She's She was a great actress. And uh, yeah, it's sad that uh, she left us far too soon. So, yeah. yeah. So, RIP, Annie Worshing,
0: very sad. Um, great contribution to Star Trek fandom. And yeah, best to obviously her and her family there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that can also be a good segue to what we're looking forward to in the near future, which is Picard Season 3. And Paramount recently released a trailer. It was in front of a
1: football game? Or in,
0: in, a, in a football it was game? During, it, was was, it?
1: It, was, it was during the halftime of one of the two championship games. Okay, um, wait, is this run. like college
0: football or is it NFL? NFL. So yes. Oh, okay. You know oh my god, you're you're so masculine. Look at you, you know football. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Look at you. Okay, wait, do you know do you remember who was playing? Do you know who who the team is? No, was? I do
1: not know. I, I oh, okay, know. so we'll go so far. No, I mean I know who's in the Super Bowl and I can't remember if this Wait who's Bowl was in the Super Bowl? The Eagles. Did they already the figure out who's in the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, yeah. This these this that was one of the games that determined Who's going to be in the Super Bowl? Oh, who's in the Super Bowl? So, Tell me. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and okay. the St. Louis Chiefs or Kansas City Chiefs. I forget. I don't know what, they, okay. what they're called now. So, yes. Are the uh, Eagles I, uh, the favorite going in? Uh, I feel they usually know. do really well. No? I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, which is our separate podcast? Gays talking about sports that I don't know nothing about, like that. Oh yeah, like, no, I mean this would it would be a very short podcast, and <laughs> yes, it would not be. If we had ten minute episodes, like we could just like guess if we're lucky about things. If we're lucky, yes. Um, uh, no, I don't even know if the Super Bowl is tonight or next Sunday. I can't remember.
0: No, it's not tonight. So. This I know is not tonight. I think it might be next. Sunday.
1: Well, if it's not tonight, it is next Sunday. If it is this Sunday, then it is not next Sunday. So, it's February twelfth. So next Sunday. Okay, correct. it's next Sunday. You're correct. So yeah, usually correct. they do have a week off after the championships. To they do, there is usually a two week delay now that I remember. So yes. So yeah. Okay, look at you um, again with the football knowledge. Surprise, I mean, surprise. I, I do have a, a little. And not enough to be knowledgeable, or but just enough to be dangerous and wrong. wrong. Okay. Um, Is anyway. it enough to be
0: dangerous? Like dangerous with like a very blunt blade, like a butter knife? Like what, are, what kind of dangerous are we talking about?
1: Uh, yeah, butter knife, dangerous. Um, fighting for my life with a butter knife would be an accurate description. But anyway... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so we got the trailer last week, which, uh, uh-huh. is actually a really good, you know, it's like two and a half, almost three minutes long and it's, uh, it's long. It's, uh, got a lot of good stuff in there. Um, so yeah, it definitely is, uh, is exciting to, to see all of the cast highlighted in it. Um, yeah, I think my favorite part of the trailer is at the towards the end when, they're all clearly sitting around a conference room table. Oh my god!
0: I was just about just gonna talk about that. It's like they're back in like yeah, back yeah. back in the not the observation lounge. Okay.
1: Observation lounge, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, uh, was I was thought like, that <gasps> was really cool.
0: Yes, so, uh, because Terra is... Metallica would say because I think one fan was like, "Are we gonna actually get them like all in one place all together, together?" Right? Yes, because it's like obviously you know, be, probably like half a season just trying to pull them back, right? Like one could surmise. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are we actually going to get them all in the same room together? And he did confirm that that was okay. So that'll be very cool, a cool moment when they're all back in the observation lounge and they're like "Yeah, what to do together.
1: next. Right. Yeah. That's, um, be right there's definitely a lot of, uh, lot of Riker and Picard action. They seem to spend a lot of time together. So Mm -hmm. um, they go on to the Titan A uh, together. And um, so, yeah. Uh, And we see Commander 7 there. We see Commander 7. Um, We see some of... of, Yeah. That's sort of the only carryover, really, from Season 2, right? Is that she, she did sort of command the Stargazer when they came back from... Hugh's little misadventure at the end of season mm-hmm. two. For um, a hot minute. For a hot minute. It was minute. a field she commission. Was to captain. Yeah, it was a field commission to captain, and now she's looks like she's officially in Starfleet uh, as the right. first officer on the Titan. So Right. Um, that's always exciting to see because that, you know, I think she is a fan favorite. She's she's great. Yeah. I love she's Jerry great. Ryan. Um so I am I'm sad that she and Rafi aren't together.
0: I know. I'm kind of like it's. This is a very, and I'm just talking from the trailers. It's like, what's going on? Is it are they like I? It obviously from the trailer we can tell they're not together. Like they're not like physically together, but it's like what's happened? Because at the end of Picard season two, it's like, oh, like you know they, they, you know they seem to have want you Know at least from what I recall from part season two, I, I've blocked out most of it. Um, they, they 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 seem to like kind of like recommit to
1: each other or kind of like along those lines, so I don't know, yeah. But uh, when they come back, they do come back to different ships. So, Rafi, right? Rafi was Rafi with them, on, right? Well, Q put the them G-Z? back on, yeah, yes, and
0: I. Who, who where, where was Elnor? Yeah. Elnor and Rafi, aren't they on another ship or something?
1: They were on the Excelsior. So we're on the Excelsior, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so so yes, and and that was Q's gift was that Elnor was back and alive. Elnor in time frame. is alive, so, but not in the sort of season. season.
0: Sorry, Q's powers can only go so far. He can't go beyond. I guess the budget for the season and there's no room for Elnor really. So um, no, sorry, no room Elnor. For
1: you know, for new cast.
0: So, yeah. I mean, they barely, uh, ha- they barely ha- develop his character in two seasons. Sorry, Elnor. <laughs> like, you know, third season might as well just write him out. because they we're not going to give him any room.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, half the cast from season two are, are no longer. It's really just Picard, Rafi and seven that come back. Yeah. yeah. Really. So, um, for this season. So, but we, yes. you know, we have, uh, you know, we have, a great voiceover from, I think, Worf. Worf does the voiceover on the trailer.
0: He's a little bit of voiceover from,
1: it. like, a lot of people.
0: I mean, voice... Yeah, yeah Worf does also some... I think, didn't Worf have a voiceover in the previous one? I don't remember. The yeah. previous teaser? It's vague.
1: But I'm excited to see memory. where Worf, Worf is at this point. Um, last Yes, scene. I'm excited to see that where
0: that all goes. Yeah, for sure. And we do see some new faces in this trailer as well. We see the captain of the Titan, Captain Shaw. I I think we say his name without being right. a big spoiler. Captain Shaw, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. and he um, he has some lines. We we see him a little bit of him. Yeah, and he's just basically, and he has a little bit of voiceover. Like he, it's a, it's more dialogue, but it's used as voiceover where he's like, "Well, we're not gonna be like blowing shit up," and then. It's, like, action, action, action. Right, yeah. Yes, we get it. We get that there's action. I think the trailer's also telling us there will be action this season. We get it.
1: Yes, there will be action. And, uh, yeah, a lot of... Like, starship action, not not just, like, driving through L.A.
0: Oh, sorry? Go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, nothing like that. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: And then we also see... And we also see Ed Spielers, who hasn't really... Did they announce that he was in the season? I mean, we see him in the trailer, but I don't recall him being really... There wasn't like a lot of fanfare around Ed Spielers in terms of his casting for the season. And now he's also on the poster. No.
1: Yeah. No, he... Yes. They haven't really um, said too much about his his character or... um, is that the only one? Oh, and they announced Captain Shaw sort of at the same time, like um, so together. That was sort of a news release about other actors joining the cast. And oh, okay, okay. It was um, yeah. I, I
0: didn't definitely. know about Ed Spielers. Um, and I was like, oh, he's in the season. And yeah, I've seen him in other things here and there. I one of a one of his first gigs was in Aragorn. Which have you ever seen that? It was like a.
1: Is like a fantasy uh, movie. Yeah, I I, I want to say I have, but I don't think I have. I mean, I, I, yeah. If I did, it's it was long ago, and I don't, I don't even know if long ago is okay. really that long ago. But anyway, yeah, um, he's in some gigs. He's
0: Aragorn. He was in Downton Abbey, like I can. Oh, be. <laughs> that's right. Yes,
1: he was in Downton Abbey. Yes. Yeah, he, he was one of the servants. servants. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. Okay, like he was one, one of the
0: servants, sense. and Thomas was kind of attracted to him. Remember? Homer yes.
1: Thomas, the, yep. the gay event. Yeah. And then and then I don't remember Ed Spieler's character's name, but he was like, uh no. I'm not I, into I'm that. Not like it was that. awkward. Yeah. yeah, it was awkward, yeah. Yeah. Um that's right. He, so yes, he's yeah, he I think that's probably a more memorable role. The Aragon mm-hmm. was probably a lot old like a lot longer ago.
0: It was one of his I think it was his first acting role. And it was not great. It was fine. It was like a. It was after like the Harry Potter frenzy, and every studio
1: needed a new fantasy movie. (laughs) Yeah, a new kids fantasy movie to fill in the fill in the space left by Harry Potter being finished. Correct. Correct. So yeah. It
0: was a yes. It was a trilogy, and it was one of
1: those where they only made the first movie, and
0: it didn't do that great. So they didn't make the second or third movies. Oh okay. yeah. 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 So he's in it um, to serve as eye yeah. candy in his uh, on buck. Um, yeah, but I was, ooh, yeah, yes,
1: he, he is a good looking fellow. So I do have to uh, say that this
0: trailer, and I've already so this is one of my concerns about season three is Amanda Plummer's villain. Uh, I don't remember her name, <laughs> but no, I don't and We know who Amanda Plummer is. So she's like yeah, she has a funny haircut. Um this trailer doesn't do her any favors. I I, I don't really, I, I, I can't really tell be, from what we've seen that she's anything more than like a, a one dimensional villain. That's like there to make trouble. Like I, you know, and she has some like one liners and then her delivery is really over the top. And I'm just kind of like, I don't really get it. And Terry Metalis has apparently said that, Oh, there's more to her. I'm like okay, well, you know, okay, okay, um, but I don't know if these trailers have really sold me on her as, like, because it, she's being positioned as kind of like the main villain for the season. And I know we've seen a little bit of Moriarty, we've seen a little bit of lore, but I'm still. I think we talked about this when we saw the first trailer. I was like, I, I, like, who is this? Like, you know, I, yeah, I don't she's, know
1: this you know, trailer. she's, I mean, yeah, she sounds, she sounds evil. But other than that, yeah, I don't know what she sounds um, evil. And it's not like, so it's not a evil, you know, it's not a baddie that we've met before, it seems. So, um, you know, whereas obviously we've met Moriarty and Lore before. And so those right. are big reveals in previous like teaser trailers. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, uh, you know, it's hard to know what kind of role she plays. You know, the, the ship that is in the trailer that's the enemy looks to me very like star trek 2009 romulan ask with those uh the nerada yeah the nerada um with the long like the curved sp- sphere uh not spheres but um we also say spheres. it also kind of looks like the
0: scimitar from nemesis it also kind of looks like
1: Oh, that yeah, I guess it weird. does. Yeah, it does, I guess, would look a little bit like that. Man, it's been forever since I've watched Nemesis. I know. I think I watched I Nemesis. The one. last time I watched Nemesis was before season one of Picard. Actually, I know I watched it. That was the mm, last time I watched mm-hmm. it. Because um, I wanted to know where we left off with Data and, every, you know, everyone... Right, how we left all of that because obviously data, data's death played a big role in season one. So that was the last time I watched Genesis. Right. So yeah, I guess I guess it would be like the Scimitar in some ways, um, but also just just seeing it reminded me of the Narada from Star Trek two thousand nine. So mm-hmm. um,
0: yeah, I wonder if they need to reinvigorate their starship designs a little bit because I feel all the like this is a bad ship, so it has very sharp angles, <laughs> or it's pointy versus the Federation ships that are very well-rounded, or, like, you know, round-angle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, like, I feel, need can, like, um, and that's why, I, from, uh, not to go on too much of a tangent, but for Stranger Worlds, I really like the Gorn ship, because it wasn't sharp and edgy, but it was, it wasn't, um, it, it wasn't very even, like, it was it was like very like a weird shape, you know. It, it was like odd. It, but when it comes to Starfleet ships, they are very like you know like they're very even looking. Like you know you can split it down the middle. Like what's that called? I'm like I'm like uh, my English is like I can't find the word. It's like
1: today. yeah, I don't know. I, and, there's and, a yeah. way to say
0: like yeah. It's like it's like very like you can split it down the middle. It's like very evenly shaped versus the Gorn ship. You can't like really like split it down anyway, it's just like it, it's, it looks
1: funny. It's interesting, I can't but, remember what the Goran ship is, but uh, to be honest, from Strange New, Worlds, oh, okay. Strange New Worlds, I don't even remember what their ship looked like. Uh, it just,
0: it wasn't like, pointy, it wasn't like a pointy ship, it w- it literally looked like a, like it didn't really have very any sort of like definable edges, or mm-hmm. um, you can tell where the bridge was, um, and I think the long short of it is that I feel they've done the ship design before. <laughs> like I think that that's what we're both saying. I
1: feel like it's... Very oh, yeah, this one. Right? This one, yeah. This yeah. one, for sure. Yeah, I feel it's... You know, and that's... That's always my... You know, but granted, all of the starships look similar. So it's not... You know, it's like... I mean, the Titan A looks beautiful. I love how, you know, how it looks. I can't wait. Uh, the bridge that we get to see in the trailer is big and, you know... Looks great. Um, yeah. So,
0: but it, loves, um, it
1: does remind me a lot of the Stargazer bridge
0: where you have yes, those steps yeah. up to sure, the you command know. chairs, which I still don't really love. Yep.
1: Um, but it does remind me of that design. Yeah, it does. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else from the trailer? I can't really think of anything specifically, but yeah, you know, I definitely, definitely would Like to see some new uh, enemy designs, but but anyway, who knows? Maybe there is a connection to the scimitar or something. Who knows? Uh, Maybe, certainly, Maybe. possible.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, the Narada,
1: um, and less we, likely, but possible.
0: <laughs> who knows?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the Narada is technically from this timeline, and that's true. So, it's from the timeline. And, oh, yeah, and total uh, ship. Know. yeah, Rama mining so, vessel. Yes. Yep. So um yeah.
0: All right. Well um yeah. Okay. So those that's that's our reaction. I mean, like, yeah, overall I thought the trailer worked well. It kind of builds up anticipation for the season. It shows you a lot of action shots, quick character moments. We know everyone's back, none of this is a surprise. We know that they're, they're moving on from whatever happened in season two, which, again, I blacked out in my mind. And they're ready for this final journey of, you know, the send-off, as Terry Mattel likes to call it, for the Next Generation cast. So, again, yes. what I feel could have been Picard season one, but obviously Patrick Stewart did not want that. And it basically took two seasons right. to finally get here. And if I, I, I'm glad we've arrived
1: Yes, I'm looking forward to this season. I'm hoping that it is as exciting as uh, as we've been made to believe it is. To me, the most effective thing was really
0: just showing us the cast again and do what we were talking about earlier, just even getting that shot of them at a table together. I was like, I'm ready. So, yeah, hopefully yep. other people feel the same. I don't know. Hopefully it did a shot for other people, too.
1: Yeah, I, I think this definitely build build excitement. Um, in fact, my sister is sort of looking forward to this season. So she's interesting because she wait, really? She's from, a yeah, Star Trek fan. She actually brought it up. Yeah, she actually brought it up when I what? was up there. really? She's like, yeah, yeah. So and I had to like stumble through. it. Is it because she saw Trevor
0: during the NFL's championships? Is this why she, she, saw, she was like, watching one football? Of
1: those, yeah, She's yeah she was watching football and she saw uh, like the one of the teaser trailers or whatever. So, yep. Uh, oh my god! So, yeah. Look at
0: that advertising at work. Yeah, advertising yeah, works, yeah. Mike.
1: I feel yeah. justified in my industry. And, well, and yes, yeah, so there you go. you you're, you're Your future is uh, secure for now.
0: Until the AI start to just do it for us. Sorry. Sure. Whatever. It's fine. This is fine. I'm not concerned about that. Um, Cool. Um, Well, I think it would also be good. I mean, we had touched on this when we had wrapped up Picard season two. But now that the new season really is upon us, what's like one thing, and you can go first, what is one thing that you are most looking forward to happening this season? Hopefully.
1: Maybe. um yeah i well you know i think uh well so from the trailer piece like don't trust anyone that raises my eyebrow a little bit that beverly says don't trust anyone to picard um so that's interesting like i feel like there could be a lot more going on you know a lot bigger picture kind of stuff um termitalis did say there are like galactic consequences she did say
0: that in in like a tweet or an interview. Yeah. It's not just like a personal story. It's like as with season 1 and 2, the entire galaxy is at stake. So there are larger ramifications.
1: Well, not in the not in the same way that Discovery has large galactic pr- things. Maybe maybe this season does for Picard, but I don't sure. feel like anything that's happened in Picard season 1 or 2 had
0: no, automatic. so car season one was totally like control.
1: No, well, season one was totally like gonna be control
0: over again. It was like AI from a parallel dimension or whatever is gonna limit uh, well, all this... organic life.
1: Is very similar. Okay, if recall, mm-hmm. uh, I not to the. I didn't feel that to the level that um, that we see it in Discovery. But anyway, um, I'm excited to see Warf again, and I'm excited to see mm-hmm. Jordy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think. Uh, I think, and one of the big things about, you know, obviously this show is Picard, but, and we've, we've probably talked about this a little bit, but Jordy was definitely missing from like the sort of the death scene of, of, um, of data, right? And that whole piece, mm-hmm. like their friendship. And, yes. and I read somewhere or I saw an interview somewhere, maybe it was even Brett Spiner uh, said it somewhere that, you know, he and Jordy, like, Data and Jordy always kind of said their goodbyes every time they were, you know, going on a mission or whatever. I forget how he phrased it. So, um, but I'm excited to see that. Uh, you know, it's um it's interesting. Obviously, we know now that at least one or two of uh two, he has two daughters and they're both in Starfleet. Right. So one is the uh Helmsperson on the Titan A. Right, she's an ensign. Um, and then I guess his other daughter is an engineer. So, but I'm yes. excited to see what he's up to. Uh, right now, and then I, you know, I, Worf is just great. So I, I can't wait to see what we're going to see from Worf. Right. Uh, where he's been, uh, since Deep Space Nine and um, right, right, and Nemesis. So you know. Uh, I'm right. excited for those two. I know for you, what what's I already know the answer to this, but share with our listeners. Yes, you know the answer. Uh, what do you, you know the answer to? I do. Go ahead. Yes. Tell. tell so us what we talked about this
0: way back. I don't remember if it was we were talking about like women of Trek. It might have been for International Women's Day or something like that, or if if we were kind of going, if we we're jumping back into old episodes or. It was something like that, but I barely remember talking about it, so I'll just repeat it. But my favorite character in The Next Generation is Beverly Crusher. She's my favorite character. I really was really inspired by her when I was watching Next Generation. She kind of helped to actually inform some of my interest and love of science. I thought that she... Was you know she was great as a character, but she also had a very sharp and scientific mind. The way that she approached problems, I thought was great, and I really admired who she played as a character, what her what her character was. But as you also know, Beverly Crusher did not get the best material in the next generation or in the movies. Like she, you know, I I feel that she was really put aside. And honestly, both her and Deanna were really not given much to do in all the films which is really sad and you know that and you can blame like you know probably like rick berman and like yada yada but i i mean she she could have been so much more and in the series like her most prominent episode is probably sub rosa <laughs> i mean which i like as a as a episode but it's very notorious and it's and, you know, she did a great job. I, I think she literally, again, threw herself into that role in many ways, physically, emotionally, as an actress. But I also think that it's, upon reflection, it's like, you know, if that was Gates with that, and I was like, really? Like, you know, like, this is what I have to work with. These are storylines. Um, and I think Terry Metalis has been very clear that, he really wanted to give Gates and Beverly's Beverly, the Beverly character a lot more due to the season. And that's really exciting to me. Cause it's like, finally she gets to do something. She, and we know from Terry as well, that basically the season starts with her. Like it, you know, it, she is basically the catalyst for this season. And that's really exciting to me. I'm really looking forward to seeing where her journey takes her, what she's been doing. Cause I was listening Funny enough, I was listening to our Picard Season 1 wrap-up yesterday because I suggested to a friend who had just finished watching Picard Season 1, I was like, I scroll back, and I was like, it was like September 2020, and I was like, here, you can listen to our Picard Season 1 wrap-up. And, Mike, do you remember what I gave Picard Season 1, just as a a random quiz? Do you you remember the rating out of 10, what I gave Picard Season Uh, 1?
1: I think it was a 4, if I'm not mistaken.
0: I gave Picard Season 1 a 7.5 out of 10. And I wow. said that I liked it. I did not love it. I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God. I was shocked. And I, I did have a lot of the same complaints that I do, I do have about Picard Season 1 in general. But I think I was being, like, really kind about it. Because you, you, you gave it an 8.5 or a 9.5 out of 10. And I think I was like, oh, like, you know, it was like our second episode. So I think I was also, like, being, like, really kind about it. And I think as upon reflection, I would totally give it, like, a 3 out of 10. Like, terrible, terrible. And there were, like, moments when, for example, I am, again, I listened to the episode because sometimes I just love to hear ourselves talk. And there were definitely moments when it made sense for Beverly to be in the picture, whether it's, like, Picard calling this REM doctor to tell him he, he, you know, is his aromatic syndrome popping up. I'm like, perfect way to get Beverly back. You know, like he was, she was his confidant in all good things. I told him that he would probably have aromatic syndrome. Like what a missed opportunity. Right. And I mean, we can chalk this a lot, probably a lot up to Patrick Stewart and him wanting to avoid Picard being TNG 2.0, but I'm really glad that we're now at a point where we can revisit these characters, give them all an opportunity to kind of wrap things up more emotionally than we, what we got in Nemesis. Nemesis, I mean, I didn't hate Nemesis, but I don't think it necessarily did all the characters justice because again, it was kind of like the Picard data show. But I do think that for me, the most exciting thing when I've been hearing Terry talk about the season is how much of like a love letter it is to Beverly's character and that's definitely something that's honestly for the past six months, since Terry's been like spilling beans at left and right, like that for me has been really exciting. And I don't even care about, I've, I've talked about this. I don't care about Laris, like get rid of her, like Picard and Beverly belong together. I've been shipping that for like 20 plus years. So whatever. Anyway. Well, there um, we go. We, no, we now, we now know
1: what you're looking forward to.
0: Yes. With enthusiasm, with enthusiasm.
1: With a for lot sure. of enthusiasm, yes. With a lot of
0: enthusiasm, yes, yes. For sure. Um. So I thought we could end the episode with a quick take, because for those of you who don't know, um, Mike and I do have the privilege of getting some screens from Paramount. We can't talk about the whole season, and we haven't even seen the full season. Like, Mike's seen a few episodes, I've seen a few episodes. We don't know where the season's going. Um, but I thought we could give kind of a very high-level take without spoilers, because obviously... Not everyone has the privilege of being able to screen Picard early, but thought we can just give a high level reaction to what we've seen so far and hopefully get fans a little bit excited as well so So Mike, I want to hear from you just from what you've seen so far, know that you haven't even seen all this, all the screeners yet. What's your take so far?
1: um so I, my take is. If you remember, so another Star Trek 2009 uh, reference here, when Scotty first comes on the bridge of the Enterprise, and he's soaking wet because he's uh-huh. gone through the the water reclamation system or whatever, he beamed in from that. and in engineering, sure. Yep, yep. And he has now seen Spock and Kirk go at it. And uh-huh. his, his reaction is something to the effect of this is exciting. And, right. um, and he says it with such great enthusiasm and, uh, and I, I am a fan of Simon Pegg. So, and, and uh, of his take on Scotty, uh, sure. from the JJ universe. Um, so I, I'm, I, what I've seen so far is very exciting. And uh, I've enjoyed it. And uh, I've been savoring it. So... Mm-hmm. I know you've been uh, savoring it. I watched six episodes
0: in one sitting. I finished at okay. 3 a.m. And I was like, I'm ready to talk about this to you. And you were like, uh, I'm not... I have been like, nowhere near watching this episode one
1: yet. Yep. So uh, I am savoring it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, to it's coming out so I can talk more about it. But I yeah. find it yeah. exciting. And uh yeah. So yes. a lot of uh yeah, a lot of enthusiasm for this for this season. Um and I believe that all of the hype that has been given and to be honest, like this is one of the better better marketed seasons of Star Trek that we've seen lately. Mm-hmm. Um yes, they've been putting
0: a lot of work into it. I mean the Gem yeah. Michel game, because I guess that's a big deal. Uh, there are billboards in Times Square for it. Like they, they're definitely putting money into it.
1: Yeah, and also I think it helps when the the showrunner is actively like engaging with Engaged. the community. Yes, um, absolutely. And doing interviews and slowly letting things out. Like, yes, you know, pieces of nothing spoilery, but just pieces of information out. So I, yeah. I think that you know, I think that that's generating a lot of buzz for this season. Mm-hmm. And, um, actually, and I think that that's the showrunner's job, you know? Yeah. And I, you mm-hmm. know, and I think from what I've seen so far, he has earned his, yeah. his keep this season as, the uh, job. as showrunner. So yes. what about you? What are your thoughts on it? Obviously yes. you've shared some of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So as our listeners know, I borderline, hated slash strongly disliked picard season one and
1: two um there are other well not apparently to the record the record was as you just i know know, know.
0: i'm like like, oh my god i can't believe that so Um, i think there's some
1: revisionist history
0: (laughs) but i yeah it's like i think one of those things that I, you know, maybe at first I was like, this is okay. And then the more I thought about it, the more I hated it. Um, or the more I disliked it and the more I, I found fault with it, maybe. Um, and honestly, it was like the first time we got Picard back. And I was like, okay, okay. And then, I don't know, whatever. But, yes, I can honestly say that I, I, yes, I, 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 I could have not, I, I didn't need Picard season one and two. Two was better than one. But, again, that's, to me, a low baseline. Um, I think Picard Season 3 is much superior. I, again, I wish this is what we started with. Um, I think from a storytelling perspective, cohesion, characters, you know, I, it's, it's massively superior. We're not edged along the way, and there's, like, you know, no climax. Like, even, I, we haven't seen the whole season yet, and we're like, this is great. Like, you know, there's payoff. There's there's character payoff, there's story payoff, and we're not just, like, you know, just dragged along, and, like, where the fuck is this going, and here's a character, and, oh, they're dead, you know, like, you know, like Hugh, for example, where, in my mind, and again, we haven't seen the full season, don't know where it's going, but, I you know, just prime example, complete missed opportunity, like, was a point of bringing him back. Oh, he's dead. Don't know like where he's been for twenty years. He seems to have relationship seven, but guess we'll never know. You know, it's like things like that that um, I just did not like about these past seasons, and so far have not been getting edge and not getting the satisfaction. So again, not being too spoilery, but I think that oh, I'm not getting that from the season. It's like things are paying off, and to your point. Again, not getting too deep into it, I've missed Worf. Like it's so great to see Michael Dorn back. Just the gravitas he brings to his character, and you can tell that he's excited to be back. And I've honestly missed him. Like he's just—he's such an asset to this cast and this franchise. And you know, we—we we, it was so great that for, for for them for them to bring him back in DS Nine, such a great idea, because he really brought something great to. That series, just basic, just with his presence alone, and honestly, like for us to see him again this season, that was that was it's been a delight just to have him back and just to have him be there again. I didn't, I wasn't going to see him like, oh man, Worf, you know, I want him back, but just seeing him back, I'm like, man, it's been it's been a um, you know, it's been a while, and I'm so glad that he's around, um, and. Yeah, no. I, I think overall, you know, I think fans are going to be, on the whole, I think they're going to be pleased. I, I, I you know, I, as as you know, Mike, and as our listeners know, I'm very, i can be very critical. Um, but I do think that this, the way that Terry is, you know, and you can you know, you can criticize Terry and be like, oh, like you know, he 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 just wants to do things himself. He's not like season two. A lot of things are like you know. We we know that Alan's pill is not back. You know we know that the the dangling storylines from season two, you know they're not getting picked up. But I kind of also applaud him for kind of just and as fans watch this series and as they watch episode one, he just wasn't afraid to kind of just rock the boat and just be like, I'm gonna do this my way and I don't need to, you know, this overall structure things like that, like and who he has involved in the show. He, he hasn't been afraid to, like, just shake things up and just do what he wanted, which I think has really paid off, like, in in many ways. Um, and he keeps on talking about, like, what he likes about um, the old series, like, things that, you know, he misses, and he hasn't been afraid to bring those things back and just really shake things up. So I think... You know, like, it's a double-edged sword. I, I, I do think that it's unfortunate that we are going to have, like, Season 2 dangling plot threats that may never get resolved, ever. But at the same time, I'm really glad that we're getting the story that we're getting and that we're seeing the, you know, these characters come back and that we get to see where they've been. And, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I do have critiques, of course, but I'm going to save those until we get into our episode review. Uh nothing is perfect. But I think that for the for the intent of serialized live action Star Trek, so I'm not counting prodigy. I'm thinking if there's anything else, prodigy is serialized but it's not live action. And as we know, Strange Worlds is episodic. Lore Decks is animated and episodic. I do think that this is one of if not the most successful serialized so far we haven't seen the full season but the most successful so far serialized season of new star trek that we've gotten um so yes that's my like high level takeaway slash really general review but um without revealing too much but i think that um, I can honestly say that I've, I've really liked what I've seen so far. I I hope they land. I hope I hope they stick the landing. I think that's always hard. Um, you know, because sometimes like great season, great season. The last episode was like, uh, you know. And I'm not saying Star Trek, but a lot of serialized shows, honestly, they don't always stick the landing. So I'm interested to see how they do that. And then Terry's been talking a lot about like the next generation, the next next generation. So I'm kind of curious as to what he has planned. Uh, or where he hopes to take things next after this, um, but yeah, um, so far so good.
1: Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, there we Did go. Did you have any comments or thoughts to my commentary? Nope. Uh, that is all good, and I think that's a good place to segue into thanking our sponsor. Oh yeah, very natural segue. But <laughs> go <ahead. laughs> yes, go ahead. <sighs> Well, I mean, sets does create some amazing pin collectibles, and uh, they've got some new releases for February coming out. Um, this time we have the Voyager 29th Century Time Delta, which I didn't, uh, I had forgotten about. That's from the time, the time ship, right? The, the Relativity? The Relativity. Thank you. Uh, they've also got the new Universe of Trek Season 1 with Matt and. I don't know how to say this other Lieutenant Matt and, or Ensign. I guess they're Ensigns. Uh, uh, Kimulu? Oof. The, the two, uh, uh yeah. Kimu, uh, Kim Olu. Kim Olu. I don't know that they ever, it was always um, Lieutenant Matt or Ensign Matt or whatever. Anyway, they've got a pin for that. They've got a grudge pin and my least favorite character ever from lower decks. Uh, oh. they now have a peanut hamper collectible pin. Um, but head on over to <laughs> fansets, they have a ton of great pin collectibles. Uh, including, uh, yeah, some some other new releases include the Klingon, um, pin as well as Captain Rios. Uh, which I, I miss Captain Rios, I liked Captain Rios a lot. Oh, so. Sorry, um. But anyway, uh, head on over to fansets.com. Put a bunch of pins in your cart. And if you use the word Trek Geeks, all one word, uh, to your cart, you'll get 10% off your order. And if you're over $30, you're going to get free shipping in the U.S. So we want to thank Fansets for being the exclusive sponsor of Deep Space Pride and the Trek Geeks podcast network. Thanks,
0: Fansets. Honestly, all they're missing would be a Tarka pin. And you have your
1: full I hate these character set. Uh yeah. Yes. Target. God. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that. Of Apple. course. Anytime. Appreciate it. Yes. Uh, he yeah, and of course, of course. Peanut Hamper can go and burn in the alternate universe sons of whatever. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, cool. Well, um, if you
0: want to reach us on the socials or via email, if you have any thoughts on where, what you like to see from Picard se- this season, uh, feel free to email us at deepspacepride at gmail.com, or you can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at deep Space Pride. Cool right well I think that does it for this episode oh, I think yeah? our next episode will be uh, did you freeze? an opportunity for us to actually talk about maybe episode 1 maybe episode 2 I don't know like it depends on when we release our next episode um, at least in more detail and I'm excited to talk about it I need to like rewatch it rewatch these episodes for sure because um, I need like closed captioning I sometimes I don't catch everything when I'm like when I don't have closed captioning and the screeners don't have closed captioning so I'm like what do you say uh, but anyway, um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely had to rewatch these. Um, and I'm excited to talk about them in more detail. So here we go. Oh, wait, I'm going to probably watch it three times. Cause we're going to go to the screener. the the screening, the live screening, which are not going to have closed captions. And then I'm probably going to have to watch it again with closed captions. So there we go. But honestly, for the season, I don't mind if it was, uh, season two i'd be like i don't need to if it's like going to la three times
1: i'm like i don't need to do that in my life so um so yeah there we go well uh i look forward to being able to talk about it much more in detail soon so that'll be fun cool all right thanks everyone see you all in a couple of weeks